0: We'll explain the stick in a second. But Ms. Fleming, I'm glad you're still standing. Lynch, you can sit down. Ms. Fleming, do I understand that today is your birthday? It is. Yes. So she always sings to us, but now is our opportunity to sing happy birthday to Anne. And you can thank your daughter, Serena, for offering you up for us today. Okay? Yes. <laughs> So this is an open audition for the contemporary ensemble. As we sing, "Happy birthday to you, Happy birthday to you, Happy birthday, dear Anne, Happy birthday to you." Thank you. Congratulations! You all sound good. See? yes. <laughs> When Moses led one million people out of slavery in Egypt, across the Red Sea, on dry ground, he was over 80 years old. By the time he engages in the battle against Amalek today, years had passed. He's not getting any younger. He's too tired to fight. And that's why he's sending Joshua into the battle. He's going to stay up on the hill. Joshua must have thought that Moses had gotten so old that not only was he weak in his body, but perhaps also weak in his mind because Moses has this strange idea that as long as he keeps his arms up with his staff in his hand, God will give them the victory. It's like a Hail Mary pass and Joshua and the army certainly needed one because the Amalekites had an army that was 10 times the size that of Israel. Outmanned, outmatched and outgunned, they needed a miracle And somehow, Joshua was willing to go along with this. If Moses said, all I have to do is keep my arms in the air and the stick in my hand and God will give us the victory, that was Joshua and Moses both believing that with God, all things are possible. That if he chooses to make their salvation depend on a stick, God can do with whatever he wants, with whatever he wills. And we're still looking to a stick, to a wood to save us, the wood of the cross. And as long as that cross is lifted up, we will not fail, because Jesus has already won the war. But we find ourselves, friends, engaged still on a field of battle. A battlefield between right and wrong, life from death, good from evil, in a world that is more hostile to the gospel we preach than at any other point in the last 20 centuries since Jesus walked the earth. All of the gospel message today all of these scriptures are telling us the same thing. Do not grow weary. Pray without ceasing. Continue to trust in God. And even when the odds seem completely stacked against you, get your arms up. Look to heaven, because that is where our victory will come from. That is what we are fighting for. That is what we are supposed to be living for. That is where we're headed. That's where Jesus is leading us. And he's inviting us and everyone to join him on the way, because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Moses wasn't wrong, and Joshua did not fail. As long as Moses stood on top of that hill with his arms in the air, victory was assured. But when his arms began to fall, they began to fall. That's why he needed help. Get those arms back up there. Do not give up. Blood, sweat, tears, fears, and trembling, it's all worth it if God will give us the chance to share in his great victory. And we're certainly hoping for a great victory just weeks from now on election day with defeat of Proposal 3, a gift given to us by Planned Parenthood and the American Civil Liberties Union. And those who are going out and knocking on doors across our state on Saturday mornings are finding that in most cases, the doors they knock on, the people they encounter know little or nothing about this proposal. For those who are involved in the 54-day Rosary Novena, the Fight Like Heaven campaign, a text message came out at 6 o'clock this morning that had this video. We're going to try to master and harness this technology so we can have 5 minutes and 29 seconds of enlightenment. Lights, camera, action.
1: Michigan, this November 8th, you have the right to choose. And your choice will decide whether we wake up in a better Michigan or a Michigan that has been radically transformed. Help me understand, what's going on with you? You're just not yourself lately. Mom, two weeks ago I had an abortion.
0: What? How? How? How is that possible? You're only 14. Your doctor didn't even tell me.
1: My teacher said they wouldn't have to anymore since Prop 3 passed. I didn't know.
0: I just don't understand why my son wants to sterilize himself and there's nothing I can do about it.
1: What do you mean there's nothing you can do? He's only 10 and you're his mother.
0: Prop 3 passed and gave every individual the right to effectuate decisions about sterilization. His teacher told him that if he wants to transition, he can do this. There's nothing I can do. If he decides to go through with it, it's his choice. I didn't know. Thanks very much for coming in. Look at all the tests. Everything's going fine. Baby is very, very healthy. But I need to ask you, before we go any further, are you sure this child is not going to cause you any mental health issues, fear, anxiety, stress?
1: I mean, it's my fourth kid, so probably.
0: (laughs) Well, if you feel that way, we can terminate this pregnancy for you.
1: How is that possible?
0: Well, now that Proposition 3 has passed, you know you have the right to terminate this pregnancy up to the time of a birth. Really? Yes, if it would be advisable for the protection of your mental health.
1: I didn't know. You are the county prosecutor. My 15-year-old granddaughter is dead, and you tell me you can't do anything to the person who killed her?
0: I understand your frustration, but since Proposition 3 passed, the state shall not Penalize, prosecute, or otherwise take adverse action against someone for aiding or assisting a pregnant individual in exercising their right to reproductive freedom with their voluntary consent.
1: There's just nothing I can do. I didn't know.
0: Hey, babe, how was your day? What's wrong?
1: I, um... I had to perform an abortion today.
0: What? How how is that even possible? You work for a Catholic hospital
1: and um, Prop 3 passed and gave the mother the right to make and um, uh, effectuate all abortion and postpartum care decisions. And um, she chose us and we had to comply. I had to comply, it was her right I didn't know. Michigan, Proposition 3 is dangerous for parental rights, religious liberties, our children, the unborn, the newly born, the preyed upon, and the abused. It's permanent and goes way beyond Roe. Proposition 3 is dangerous for our state, for our culture, and for our society. This November 8th, Vote no to protect human life in all its forms. Vote no to protect the vulnerable. Vote no to protect parental rights, religious liberties, and medical and prosecutorial rights. Choose to give your child a Michigan and a future they deserve. On November 9th, don't wake up saying, I didn't know. Choose to vote no on Prop 3, because now you know.
0: That's right, my friends. Now we know. So it's up to us to pray without ceasing and keep our hands in the air, always lifted up towards the heavens to make sure that we're all united on this issue. Let us stand and profess our faith.